welcome to Health Beat. My name is Brian Hazelgren. I'm your host, and this is your Healthy Habits Zone. Once again, this show is about healthy living and overall well-being, and we discuss topics that are related to your health and wellness. We love to talk about the things that can help you achieve optimal fitness and emotional balance. That's our goal here on the show, is to help you find your health, your wealth, and your balance in your life. This podcast is sponsored by rx to live the prescription for life, where rx to live is not just the fastest growing medical and wellness franchise. We are also on a mission to positively affect 1 million lives. And as always, we want to thank Heroes Media Group and C-Suite Network Radio for the production and the distribution of this podcast. Okay, last time we ended, we talked about lowering our stress level, lowering the silent killer uh, levels of cortisol. And I want to pick up the topic again by discussing some of the next tips that you should be aware of in order to lower that cortisol level, have a happier life, find optimal health and wellness, and keep that... uh, Keep that stress out of your life. So let's move into part two of this discussion. Here's some more tips that I want to share with you from many different studies that we've gathered together about cortisol and the negative effects of uh, increasing our levels of cortisol in our bodies. So here's the next tip, and it's pretty simple, and I like it. It's called have fun. So having fun is another way to keep cortisol down and honestly, simply to just be happy. So having a positive uh, disposition is actually associated with lowering your cholesterol levels. Sorry, cortisol levels. I said cholesterol. That's another topic. (laughs) It'll help you lower your cortisol levels and it will help you lower your blood pressure because after all, a healthy heart rate is also going to help you with building up your immune system and keeping your immune system under control and fighting off those bad bugs. Also, activities that increase the satisfaction in your life and help improve your overall health. One way is that uh, you you can be completely active if you can at certain points during the day. That'll also help you control your level of cortisol. Um, There was a study that was done with 18 healthy adults, and this study, it showed that uh, cortisol decreased in response to, of all things, laughing. (laughs) So laughter literally helped decrease cortisol levels. Even if you watch a funny video, laugh out loud. And if you're indoors and you probably shouldn't be laughing out loud, go outside. (laughs) Have a good laugh uh, because that will help you decrease your your levels of cortisol. Um, Another nice little tip here is to, uh, in this area of having fun, is to develop some hobbies because those hobbies can also help promote feelings of well-being. Those feelings of well-being, they can translate to lower cortisol. There was a study that was done um, with 49 different middle-aged veterans. And these veterans um, showed that taking up gardening 
decreased levels more than the conventional occupational therapy that they're engaged in. And I honestly believe it was because they were doing, they were doing two things. They were outdoors and they were being active. And so there was another study that was uh, coupled with this of 30 men and women that found that participants who gardened experienced greater cortisol reductions by far than those who just sat indoors and read or would read a book. Part of this benefit of having fun and doing things that you like to do is spending more time outdoors. Two studies found that great reductions in cortisol levels came from following a regimen of being outdoors and, and doing activities outdoors, as opposed to just staying indoors and doing activities. So I think the trend here on, and the summary here is uh, in the having fun section is to start tending to your own happiness. What makes you happy? What makes you have fun? Take up a hobby. Uh, cut down your cortisol level by taking up a hobby. Spend time outdoors. Cuts down your cortisol level. And, of course, like I mentioned earlier, laughter. That will always help you reduce your cortisol level. So that's the section or the tip on having fun. Next tip is to maintain healthy relationships. Now, we all know that friends and family are a great source of happiness in life. They can also be a great stress depending on what your family and friends are like in your life. Um, but these dynamics are also played out in um, your cortisol levels. The dynamics or even the drama that you have with your family and friends can play a significant role in your level of how you deal with cortisol. Cortisol, I think this is cool. This next area on this tip is actually really uh, cool technology. And if you've seen pictures of me, you know that uh, <laughs> they didn't t uh, do this test on me uh, because cortisol is actually incorporated in tiny amounts into your hair. <laughs> the amounts of cortisol along the length of a hair strand are, are directly correspondent to cortisol levels at the time that of that part of the hair was growing. So if you have, if you have a strand of hair that's, five inches long, 10 inches long, whatever the length is, you can actually look at that strand of hair and see when stressful times were in your life. I'd never heard of that before until I read this study. That is so cool. So this actually allowed the researchers to uh, estimate the levels of cortisol over time in an individual's body. And these studies of cortisol in hair also show that children with a stable and warm family life have lower levels of, of uh, cortisol in their system than children from homes with high levels of conflict. That is fascinating. Within couples, conflict results in a short-term elevation in cortisol as well. And it's followed by return to the normal levels. This same study also showed that a conflict uh, of 88, a conflict in style uh, of 88 couples found that non-judgmental mindfulness or empathy led to a more rapid return of cortisol to normal levels following an argument. So support from loved ones can actually also help reduce cortisol 
when you're faced with stress in your life. Another study, 66 men and women showed that for men, support from their female partners reduced cortisol in response to public speaking. That's an interesting uh, scenario there. Another study showed that having an affectionate interaction with a romantic partner before a stressful activity actually benefited the heart rate and blood pressure level when it came from support from that affection from a loved one. It's actually really cool how all this ties together and helping to lower, lower your stress levels, lower your cortisol levels. So the summary here is that relationships with friends and family can actually lead to happiness, but they can also lead to stress. Spend time with those loved ones that you can also learn to forgive and manage conflict before it really gets out of control for better emotional and physical overall health. That's pretty cool. Okay, next tip. Take care of a pet. And this one's near and dear to my heart. We have an awesome pointer that is part of our family, been part of our family for the better part of 13 years now. Good old boy. Relationships with animal companions can also reduce cortisol. Amen to that. In this study here, um, I can't see where it's from. I won't take the time to find it, but you'll see it again when you, when you view it on the website. In one study, interaction with a therapy dog reduced distress and resulting cortisol changes during a minor medical procedure in children were greatly reduced. Another study showed that 48 adults that had contact with a dog were better, uh, they, was better than support from a friend during a socially stressful situation. They got better support from their dog than they did their own friends. Third study, another study tested the cortisol reducing effect of canine or dog companionship and pet owners compared to non-pet owners. Non-pet owners experienced a greater drop, uh, excuse me, a greater drop in cortisol when they were given canine companions, likely because pet owners had already benefited from the friendship of their animals at the beginning of the study. Okay, that makes sense. And interestingly, through this study, it shows that pets experience similar benefits following positive interactions with humans and suggesting then that animal companionship is literally mutually benefit, uh, beneficial. So I can say amen to all that. I love being with my dog. He's a goofy old boy, fun to be around. He still acts like a puppy and uh, loves to be outdoors. So here's our summary on taking care of a pet. Several studies show that interacting with an Animal companion reduces stress and lowers cortisol levels. So pets also benefit from positive relationships with other humans. Love it. Next uh, tip then would be to literally be your best self. Now, I want to, as a ecclesiastical 
leader or counseling people in our church um, over the years, I've known I noticed that feelings of shame or guilt or inadequacy can lead to negative thinking and literally elevates the cortisol level in a, in a human being's body. Uh, we got some studies that actually back that up. So a program to help identify and cope with these kinds of feelings led to a 23% reduction in cortisol and 30 results compared to 15 adults who did not even participate in this study. Okay, that's interesting because they, uh, I don't think they want, it shows in here that they did not want, want to participate because the feelings of shame or guilt or inadequacy were overwhelming. They didn't even want to talk about it. So for some causes of guilt, fixing the source will mean making a change in your life. For whatever purpose you see that's causing that guilt, causing that shame, causing that feeling of inadequacy, the best thing to do is to look at how you can make a change in your life. Learning to forgive yourself and move on can improve your sense of well-being. Okay, I'm going to say that one more time. Learning to forgive yourself and move on can improve your sense of well-being. So what that means is you need to start, we all need to start developing a habit, habit of forgiving others because it's critical in our relationship. One of these studies that I have here shows that 145 couples compared the effects of different kinds of marriage counseling. Couples who received inter interventions that facilitated forgiveness and forgiving feelings in that conflict resolution technique, they experienced reduced cortisol levels when they, again, they exercise feelings of forgiveness. So the, so the summary of this particular area of being your best self re, really re, revolves around resolving some of those feelings of inadequacy, of guilt, of shame, and improving your life and overall satisfaction. And you can reduce your cortisol level by doing that, forgiving yourself and forgiving others. Amazing how that works. This may involve even changing some of your habits, forgiving others, and especially, again, learning to forgive. Okay, so I think let's uh, stop with that particular area. That's the end of part two of how we reduce our stress and how we reduce our cortisol levels in our bodies, the silent killer, cortisol. But again, this is Brian Hazelgren. I want to thank you uh, once again for tuning into HealthBeat. This is your Healthy Habits Zone. Thank you again to Heroes Media Group and C-Suite Network Radio for the production and the, and the distribution of this podcast. We always want to provide you tips and innovative ideas and have some great discussions about finding that optimal health and well-being within yourself and helping you find balance in life. So going to end this uh, particular segment. Again, this is the end of part two. Part three will be coming up right after this one. 
And again, this is Brian Hazelgren signing off for now. Thank you again for tuning in. Hey, have a great day today and looking forward to uh, our next segment. Thank you. <laughs>